Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the 1500 ESPN Studios. TCL, America's fastest-growing TV brand. For those who simply can't get enough talk about the Vikings, we present Bonus Chatter. Bonus Chatter about your favorite team that's unscripted, unfiltered, and uninterrupted. This is another edition of 1500 ESPN's Purple Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. Matthew Collar here. We've got some cool stuff coming up this week to preview the beginning of the Vikings season. But first, I wanted to take you guys inside the Vikings media room for some of the most interesting moments of Mike Zimmer, Terrence Newman, and Everson Griffin's press conferences on Monday. Lots of good stuff there. So let's start out with two of the biggest moves from cutdown day, the release of veteran pass rusher Brian Robinson and Terrence Newman's decision to step away from the game and into an office now as a coach for the Vikings. Mike Zimmer started out by addressing his feelings on letting Robison go and when he first started to think of Terrence Newman as a coach. Uh, you know, it was just an organizational decision that, um, you know, we felt like those two young guys were had a chance to be good players. And, uh, you know, obviously it's, it's tough about uh, Brian. He was, a, you know, since I've been here, he's been a, Great mentor, good player, um, worked hard every day. Um, so, you know, it's unfortunately it's part of the NFL. Mike, when did you first uh, get the feeling that Terrence would be a good coach? Um, you know, a couple, probably two or three years ago, <clears throat> I was talking to somebody and he said, because uh, I've always thought of him as a player, but he said, uh, yeah, I want to try to hire him as a coach. And then I started thinking about it. Newman's decision to become a coach left the door open for the Vikings to keep undrafted free agent cornerback Holton Hill, who's been one of the more intriguing players in training camp. Certainly there were ups and downs for Hill during preseason in camp, but in his final preseason game, he was especially good and he gave the Vikings reason to want to keep him on the 53. Here's Mike Zimmer. I thought he did really good in special teams. Um, You know, he's a long athletic guy that, has a lot of good cover skills. Um, he, um, you know, he's very intent on learning the techniques and things that we're working on. He's still got a ways to go, but uh, <clears throat> I think he's got a big upside. 
The news of Newman's retirement certainly came as a surprise on Saturday, even though he is 40 years old. Newman explained how the decision was made, and one of the things that you could take away here is that Newman seems to feel that there were deserving young players for a spot, and it was the best thing for the team as a whole for him to step aside. Um, I guess I kind of feel like, you know, helping out some of the younger guys, it's, you know, a form of coaching, I guess. Um, and I think everybody just assumed that I would do it. So uh, I would like to give it a shot and see, you know, how I can help, you know, impact some young guys and, you know, teach them what I know of the game. How did it all come together that you go from, you know, preparing for one more season playing to this? Well, um, you know, there's a lot of young guys on the roster on offense and defense. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it was a deal where, you know, I played a long time, so at some point you have to, you know, be true to yourself and say, hey, um, you know, do I want to keep going forward, you know, have a chance to, you know, maybe tear up your back, your neck or whatever. So, um, you know, and the talent that, uh, you know, some of the younger talent, obviously, you have to either say I'll be selfish and maybe take a roster spot or, you know, give somebody else an opportunity to, you know, live their dream. So it was pretty easy. Um, you know, everybody's asking me if I'm okay and all this. I'm like, uh, I'm good, you know. Uh, I'm still in football. I'm still, you know, have an opportunity to, you know, chase a, a Super Bowl ring. So. You would think that jumping right from player to coach would be tough, but for Newman, the situation is a bit different here. Think of it this way, that Newman has basically been coaching himself or teaching younger players for about 10 years now in the NFL, and he's had an impact on every young Vikings player from Xavier Rhodes to Eric Kendricks, even on the other side of the ball for Stephon Diggs. So he talked about the art of teaching younger players and what he's proud of over his 15-year career. You know, having helped, you know, younger guys, I mean, from when I was in Dallas to Cincinnati to here, um, I feel like it's kind of like, you know, a fraternity of sorts. We play DB. It's, you know, one of the hardest positions. You're doing something so unnatural, which is going backwards while you got a guy running forward at you. Um, so I feel like, you know, you, you must pass on knowledge when you, when you can. Um, you know, because a position is hard enough. Uh, and I've played long enough, been in the system long enough that um, I feel like I can, you know, definitely help in different areas. Terrence, what are you most proud of when you look back at your playing career? Probably that I didn't have a reconstructed ACL or shoulder or you know, lumbar injuries, coupled with the fact that uh, I think last year was – was pretty sweet. Like that's the furthest I've ever been, um, you know, in my career. And that was one game away from the Super Bowl. So I think uh, going forward, you know, that's what I'm chasing, you know. So I'll work as if, if you know, I was going to go out to play, but it's more going to be going out to teach. The most striking moment of Monday's press conference for Terrence Newman came about halfway through. He was asked a fairly innocuous question about Brian Robison, but all of a sudden it seemed to hit Newman that his NFL career was over. Have a listen. Yeah, I talked to Brian and you know, the fact that he was here his whole career, 
I felt extremely bad, and um, we had talked uh, Friday a little bit. So, you know, probably why I was so okay with you know doing what I did. I mean, it's 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 tough, but I feel like you know having experienced so much stuff, met so many people that for me it's it, it's it's not a hard transition. You know, some people get depressed and. Um, they have a hard time leaving the game, but you know I've loved this game since the day I played it. You know, but it was my time. You know. And the last thing we have for you here on this episode of the Purple Podcast, Everson Griffin went into great detail just what Brian Robison meant to him along the way. And if you think about these two guys, how long they've been working together and how they came up, some similarities there, really. Both were fourth-round draft picks, came into the league as mostly situational rushers for one reason or another, and it took a while for them to become starting players, and they've had a big impact on the Vikings organization. So here is Everson Griffin speaking eloquently about Brian Robinson. Um, you know that was a tough one um, for me. You know, um, B. Rob being my um, one of my best friends on the team for the past um, going on nine years. You know, um, you know I was here when it was Jared, Kevin, um, Pat Williams, um, Latroy, Fred Evans, Jamie Mitchell. So you know we go way back and. Um, you know, B-Rob, he, he, he was a, a great dude, a great person, a great man. Um, you know, um, I looked up to him. You know, he was a good dude to look up to. Um, you know, he did all the right things, and that's what you strive for each and every day. And, um, you know, he's going to be missed big time. You know, um, you know, he did a lot of great things here. He has 60 sacks. Um, you know, he did a lot of great things, um, and, you know, he'll be missed. Um, that, it was a hard one, though, but, um, you know, the guy had a – uh, awesome career and and he played at a high level and um you know um, do I wish he was here of course you know I miss miss my brother you know but um yeah um you know but in this league in this business the train gonna keep on moving it's gonna keep on going and you know you gotta you, you, this thing's required out of us to do each and every day and you know even though he he's will be missed we still have to get ready to play San Fran you know so but I love him that's my dog you know white chocolate the south dakota stories volume two i could see beyond the black hills and the way they called for exploration i could feel the air the way it paints against skin and fills hungry lungs i could hear the way the water ran for miles and the way the bison grazed the way our boots meet the earth as we step past expected i could imagine my time in south dakota and i wish to go back because there's so much south dakota so little time.